You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Uh, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in to America's positive radio talk show, David Essel Alive. Celebrating 24 years on the air and glad that you've chosen to make us a part of your evening. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Happy, proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. So last week, a very good friend of mine in Los Angeles, Ariel Ford, emails me and says, Oh my gosh, you've got to go see this movie, like right now. The name of it is Hector and the Search for Happiness. And I said, oh, my God, I've never heard of it. What is she talking about? So I go online, Google it, find it, went to watch it, and oh, my Lord. You know, like when you watch a film and you say, I've got to get everyone I know to watch it. That's what this film was like. That's exactly what happened when I watched this film. It is profound. It's beautiful. It's moving. There are parts you're going to laugh. There's parts you're going to go, oh, my Lord, really? And right now we have the director, Peter Chelsea, on with us of the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. And we're so lucky and fortunate that in this short period of time he could become available to, um, to share some time and thoughts with us. Peter, welcome to the show. What a pleasure. What an honor. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Well, let me tell you that you really knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I'm sitting here. You know, I'm, I'm a Brit, as you can hear, but I'm also an American citizen. But I'm sitting here thinking I've died and gone to heaven hearing you talk about the film like that. That's, I'm very oh. grateful. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. And I was, you know, Ariel Ford, I just, I trust her. She, we've been friends for 25 years. Yeah. Uh, we've worked professionally together for that long. And when she says something, I just go and do it. You know, Peter, that kind of a friend? Yeah. Um, and, but I didn't go online and Google your movie. I didn't know anything about it other than the title. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting there throughout the whole movie and watching it going, oh, my Lord. Because regardless of how passionate I am in life, there's parts of that movie that touched me that said, you're not living at the level you can. Isn't that so true? Yes. I, it's great to hear you say that. You know, the film, I suppose, is essentially about the fact that um, real happiness is richness. And richness is the full spectrum of all the emotions and all the colors. Um, so, yes, I, and I've been amazed at how deeply people take this film, uh, how, how, how deeply, to be, you know, going around the country doing Q&As after, after the screenings. I'm very touched by how personal people want to be because it affects them so deeply. It does. It, now, let me ask you this. Are you or were you Hector? Well said. Yes, I'm very much a Hector, and I made it very personal. Um, I, I was in a very, very safe position in my life where I, it was as if it were preserved in aspic, and I made some big, daring leaps. Yes, I shook myself wow. up. I shook myself up. It's funny, you know, because I moved here because of America's positivity. I mean, there you go. When I, you know, I, I listen to you, and I hear what you do, and I, and I take on what you're all about, David, and I have such admiration. And honestly, I went around the world making Hector, and I got back to Los Angeles last December, and friends were saying, what's it like to be back? And I found myself saying, proud to be an American, because, wow. I, because I really mean that. I, I, I cherish America's positivity and the can-doism and the professionalism and it's really why I moved here 18 years ago. Um, 
And there I was in London, and I was one of the only people I ever knew. And it was like 1987 or 88, and I had a life coach. Um, yes. So you above anyone would understand that. And sure. it, was, it was very un-British. And I had a <laughs> yoga teacher who came to my house twice a week for private classes. That was very un-British, you know. And, it's like, and I just, it's, I, I'm sorry, I, I have to say it. It was that British negativity and cynicism. And I realized that my um, sensibilities, if you like, were just more American. And that's what I've mm. rolled into this film. And I, I, I was determined to make an uncynical film about happiness. It, it, and for ladies and gentlemen, and, and the reason I said to Peter, were you or are you, Hector, just to really do a quick wrap, the movie is about a psychiatrist who's in a relationship with a woman and everything is kind of like dull. It's it's routine. It's the same thing, same breakfast every day. The way they fold their socks is always perfectly the same. Everything is the same. And, and he starts feeling this unsettledness. And, he, and the, there were some parts of it, Peter, when he was taking it out on his clients, you know, like I'm sitting they're watching it, you know, because my, my background is sports psychology. And so I, I worked in sports psychology for years before I, I switched over to right. what we call the general population working with, you know, as a coach with the whole world. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's parts of that that are just hilarious, isn't it? That he's just fed up with his own life and he takes it out on his boring clients. Yeah. I've made that very personal. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's based on someone I know to whom I always <laughs> used to want to say, but this isn't even a cancer story. Don't you? realize how lucky you are you know i mean i yes uh, um, yes i've made it very very personal and also uh you talk about where he was in his relationship you know one of the things that we did when we adapted um uh, the book into into the film we upped the love story um because we kind of believe uh, it's thematically the same because we believe that this it's the same wherewithal or tool bag required for good relationships as for happiness, which namely that you have to embrace it all. You, you know, you, yeah. you, you just have to, I mean, I, you know, you're always talking about doing the uncomfortable thing every single day. I'm so, I'm so about that, David. I, I, I admire you for saying that. And that's so what the film's about. Yeah. It's, it w was there one, one part of the filming? You were in, uh, you were in, in, was it China? You were in Africa? We were you were everywhere, in yeah. Shanghai, yeah. Tibet, China, London, Los Angeles, Vancouver, Austria, Bavaria. Yes, everywhere, yes. Yeah, and was there one part of it in filming that touched you more? Like, I mean, I'll share what mine was in a minute, but was there any part of it that you said, oh, my gosh, this is changing me filming here? Uh, well said. You know, the writing of it, um, it changed me. And my co-writer, Tinker Lindsay, it changed us very deeply because we had to look to ourselves and ask ourselves some very pertinent questions. And uh, in short, we just felt very, very grateful and lucky to be who we were. Um, g going around the world, it was such a hard film to make. And I will say this, that I, um, there were so many disasters and so many catastrophes. We were doing the impossible, and with every single solution, we fell upwards. It was, uh, and, you know, I look at that whole experience, and the prevailing remaining feeling of it all is absolutely happiness because of its mm. richness. Um, mm. But but if you ask me specifically about certain moments, I think in the filming, when we were in South Africa, I think it was the spirit of people who knew such poverty and had such a capacity for joy because they knew the opposite. That I was very 
uh, very touched by their courage and, the, mm. and, and just that spirit uh, and the way they leapt at things and the way they celebrated certain things. Um, I was very touched by that. In the execution of the movie, I've seen the movie a thousand, thousand times, you know. I think it's the <laughs> stuff at the very end with the brain scans, because there's truth yes. to that. We really did research that, where they mm. map certain emotions, and then at this moment of complete, I suppose, contentment, where he's taken the courage to embrace all the peril, all the dangers, all the, you know, everything that he's scared of as well as delighted by. And it comes into this picture, this brain scan at the end. It's, it moves me. Yeah. Deeply. Yes, it, it touches it, it, me. I, I, could, I couldn't agree with you more. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a place in life where you're wondering, is this all there is? This is a movie that you've really got to see. If you're, one, if you're in a relationship and you're wondering, is this all there is? If you're in a job and you're wondering, is this all? You've got to see this movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. I, I mentioned I opened up when we first started talking with Peter Chelsom, who's the director of the film, that people who, who really do want to have a profound experience in life have to watch this because it's so easy to get into the rut of life to just accept that this is where I am. This is where I am because of genetics, my background, my education, my relationship, etc., etc. And in this movie, it will radically shake you to see what is possible. Peter, hang right there. We're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back again. I want to continue to promote the heck out of this movie. Go and find it in your area. Hector and the Search for Happiness. Hector and the Search for Happiness. If you have friends of yours that are on that boring mundane part of life this interview with peter will be at our website archive for eternity at talkdavid.com at 9 p.m eastern tonight or shortly thereafter talkdavid.com listen to this this is i'm already having a blast with peter i knew i would it's gonna have more before we end today get your friends to experience this interview talkdavid.com i'm david essel stay right there in life feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change i'm david essel xm radio host and author of the new free book the power of focus yours at talkdavid.com we're giving away one million copies of the power of focus free at talkdavid.com you deserve your desires get your free book the power of focus today at talkdavid.com for 21 years positive talk radio equals david essel alive listen on xm 168 every saturday 6 to 9 eastern 3 to 6 pacific are you ready to create the life you've always wanted? Here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with Master Life Coach David Essel. You know, in four short months, our sales have climbed more than 150% in what is termed a declining marketplace. I look forward to what we can continue to create together. David helped us rebuild our marriage after an affair. We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one -on -one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Psst. 
Celebrating 24 years on the air, proud to be part of the premier Clear Channel iHeartRadio network. Welcome aboard, gang. And I am just so honored to be able to be talking with the director of the movie that's out right now. I'm encouraging everyone I know, all of our listeners, to find it, watch it, enjoy it, challenge your own mindset of where you are in life. The name of the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. Uh, the director who's with us right now, Peter Chelson. And and Peter, one of the things that I, I turned to Jennifer and said after the movie, I said, the reflections back to him when he was a little boy yes. were very powerful. Yes. Talk to us about using that type of, 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 um, of a philosophy and a shooting where you see a, an adult man going through certain experiences of life and then he flashes back and we see him with his dog. We see, go ahead and talk about that. Yes, you know it comes from a couple of places. First of all, it's um, it, Simon Pegg plays the lead, and I don't know anyone who, with a more childlike curiosity, um, mm. it's a kind of Boy Scoutism, isn't it? He goes around the world, yes. and he has that that honesty and that naivety to be curious and remain curious, because I do believe it's an important ingredient to being happy. I just stay curious. You know, we are, yes. and that's a childlike thing. We're so in concern these days with being interested uh in, sorry uh, interesting and we're not concerned enough with being interested you know and i so it's that it's that tintin-esque ingredient to him but i also believe that you know this is nothing new but it's most people's problems and their blocks and where they've come unstuck is somewhere in childhood and right. what we what we do in the film is we have this image of hector as a child who um, comes up rather randomly to, to represent the child within him. And then in the very last image, I'm not going to spoil the film by saying this because you still earn it when you see the movie. You see that child, the same child with a little dog and everything, but in this case, Hector is played by the older Simon Pegg. So it's as yes. if you're seeing an image of it's still the child, but the child has evolved. The child has grown up. Someone has taken care of the child. You know, the, when, he, when he projects himself... Uh, in his mind at one point, and you see him as the child, the, the, the picture of the abandoned child, and then at the end you see the picture of the contained uh, and embraced child. It, it is. It's a very key part to happiness, uh, that relationship with the child within. That's what it's about. Yeah, and I love that. I see it. I felt it. You know, as you're talking about it right now, I was getting chills again. It's so meaningful. And possibly because of the the work that I do, I know that in, interconnection with what goes on, our beliefs from childhood, and how they still either help us or hinder us to this day. So oh, I just we thought get, that was... we get so locked. We just get so locked and we get so shut down by certain child incidents and events, don't we? I mean, that's the problem. Yes. You know, just yeah. hearing you recommend the film so warmly, and I'm so grateful... I would say this, it's a very open-armed film, and I made it as, uh, in that way. It's a hug. Be prepared for a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's well put. <laughs> in, other words, in other words, because, and it's also, David, I'm sure you'll agree with this, it's kind of a mirror. Uh, you know, some mm. people may not like what they see unless they go open-armed. You, it is right. A, it is. It's like it is like two hours of intense therapy, and it is designed. It's a, it, it, and by the way, everybody, I'm going to say this. Don't worry. It's entertainment first and <laughs> first and foremost. You know, it yes. it is designed to be a visceral experience, taking you on his journey. It doesn't get too bogged down in the debate of happiness. Of course, there are times when people articulate it, especially towards the end of the movie. But it's a visceral ride of surprises. 
but just go in an open armed state by virtue yes. of paying for the price of the ticket and, 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 <laughs> and, and do you know what I mean? And taking the recommend, you're already in that place, but I'm just saying it's a hug. Please take it. Yes. Peter, one of the things that, that one of our philosophies is yeah. that in life, those things that we immediately shut down to are often keyholes to success and happiness. You yeah. know, like, and, and in the movie that what you just said, and I've said this to several of my friends, I said, listen, go, there might be one or two things you see you're not going to like, but guess what? If you don't agree with it, it's probably a pathway to your success. And one of the points I'm going to bring up right now is exactly that when he's in China or wherever he is, and, and he writes in his book, one of the keys to happiness could be loving more than one person at the same time. I loved that. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's very. He he thinks he's fallen in love with uh, a Chinese girl called uh, Ying Li. Right. Um, he's he's kind of he's been very. It's an immature thing, is what it is. It's very silly at that moment. He's like, oh my my God, this could be the answer. You know, maybe I could love two people right. at the same time. Um, and then he gets this very hard slap. I mean, when we read the novel, we thought, gosh, this guy deserves some slaps. So we've, <laughs> there, there are three physical and one metaphorical slap that really is, you know, especially at the end when his ex-girlfriend, played by the great Tony Collette, really tears him apart for yes! him, ha- him having put her on a pedestal for all those years, you know, and she said... Right. I'm better than that. I'm 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 not that fantasy. I'm real. I had a baby and another one. I'm having another one and I got married, you know. But right. so it it yeah, we needed to shake him up and um and and wake him up. Yes, but uh yeah. that is that is one of one of the dictums that appear. There are I think there are 15 or so so dictums. Yeah, right. And I and I loved you know the the use of the old Buddhist monk who talks about happiness being within him now. Yes, and he also this. Well, he also um, yes. He says avoiding unhappiness. Oh, is, right. Avoiding unhappiness is not the road to happiness. Right. It's one of the main points of the movie. I mean, there are many, yeah. the many key ones. Avoiding unhappiness is not the road to happiness. Listening is loving is one that we made up, which I like a lot. Yes. Um, but you know, it's interesting because. Uh, um, in a general sense, if I may, David, because I love what you do. Um, and I was writing about this recently, and it's very, very key to the movie. And, and it's everything you talk about. I, I do believe in meditation. I've always, always done something. The problem with so much meditation is that we use it as an escape. So we, we breathe in the light, and we breathe in the sunshine, and we breathe out the toxins, and we do all that. The best form of meditation to me, in my experience, if I may offer this, and it's very key to the movie, is the absolute opposite. Sitting somewhere, it, it's basically called Tonglen meditation, and you breathe in the dark, and you breathe in the black, and you breathe out the white, and you breathe out the light, and then you personify it. You actually seek out in your mind the person who's driving you nuts, the thing you worry about the most, the thing you dread the most, and you breathe it in. And you breathe out the light, and you, it's called the meditation of the warrior for the reason that it makes you a kind of recycling, uh, uh, it, you're a recycler for goodness, if you like. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. It, it's, it's a very interesting thing, and I just thought I'd say that because it's key to the movie, and it's changed me, and it's so part of your belief mm-hmm. and, and what you do, and I admire you for it. it it's really what the film's about.
Yes. It's it's you know, he is he is facing that which is so fearful, has been so fearful. Isn't that true, Peter? He's, yes, he's, absolutely. He's, he's walking into the unknown. And and again, we've got about boy a minute, 55 seconds left. The name of the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness, Hector and the Search for Happiness, Hector and the Search for Happiness. I want you so badly to go see it. The the director, Peter Chelsom. Peter, a 30 seconds final words on the movie from you the director um it's um i made it to be very personal and you will take it personally and that's good and i wanted to make a film about happiness in a world that is a mess and that has lost sight of the shore and i think it's it it is a film about personal politics because that's where we are lacking the most we need to concentrate more on the one-to-one relationship and personal politics that's that's important that's what the film's about Peter, I love it. If if you do anything similar like this in the future, or heck, you could you could do anything. We'll get you back on. <laughs> but I would love to have you back on your 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 approach to life as well as the film. Just by talking to you for this short period of time is wonderful. Oh, bless Keep, you, David. Where have you been all my life? I wish I'd found you <laughs> earlier. You know, I love it. I love it, Peter. Again, thank you. I hope you have a fabulous weekend, and we'll continue to encourage people to go see your film. Bless you, buddy. I can't thank you enough. You are so welcome, Peter. Okay. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye now. And don't forget this this interview tonight for your friends that don't know about the movie. Listen to it. TalkDavid.com. Stay right there.